Hey hackers, this Hacker Noon episode is sponsored by Bybit, the cryptocurrency trading platform that takes buying, selling, trading, and earning crypto to the next level. So visit bybit.com to learn more. And I want to let you know that the Hacker Noon shop is now an officially open. So go over to shop.hackernoon.com for all of your Hacker Noon merch. We've got t-shirts, we've got joggers, we've got notebooks, we've got laptop cases, we have stickers, we have it all, whatever your hacker heart desires. So go over to shop.hackernoon.com to pick up your Hacker Noon merch today. And don't forget to vote for your favorite startup at startup.hackernoon.com and for your favorite Noonies nominee at noonies.tech. On to the episode! Ooh, what is AI? Hello, hackers. Welcome to another episode of the Hacker Noon podcast. I am here with a very special guest, Louis Bouchard, who is a top contributor at Hacker Noon and has been nominated for literally eight Noonies awards. Let me read them out to you. I have it like literally written down because there's so many I can't even remember off the top of my head. All contributor of the year in the categories of computer vision, data science, deep learning, Facebook, game development, Google, iPhone, and machine learning. What? Afternoon podcast. Welcome to the show, Louis. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm great. And you? I am doing fabulous. So, I have a few questions for you. Number one, you are a AI YouTuber and you have a channel that is called What's AI. So how long have you been doing that? Um, it's It will be two years in January. So yeah, two years, but I, I started using a an artificial voice. So like the real channel actually began in, in May 2020. So a bit a bit less than two, than two years. Yeah. Oh, OK. You start. So you started not even using your own voice. You programmed an AI or you used an AI to do the videos. Yeah, I used a, a text to speech just because I loved the idea of. Well, at first, I wanted to teach AI only uh, like the basic concepts of AI, like what is machine learning, what is uh, deep learning. And I like the concept of explaining AI using AI, but yeah, it didn't sound human yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time, at least now it's, it's already much better. And also I wanted to stay anonymous. Just, I actually do not know why at the time, but I, I changed that like a year ago, but yeah, I started anonymously. So that's, that's the reason. And what was your reason for starting the channel? Um, the, well, there are a few reasons. The, the first one was to, to, um, to make sure I, I learned the, the, the concepts, like to make sure I deeply understand the concepts of artificial intelligence. So, um, I actually started sharing and explaining like what is machine learning while I was learning about it just to to deepen my understanding and, and be sure I could, if I could um, explain it, that will mean I, I will get it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that was the first reason. And the other reason was to, well, there, there are two other reasons. The second one 
was to uh, improve my English speaking because I'm a native French speaker and I wanted to to become a bilingual or well at least bilingual and the last reason was to was because uh, I was about to start um, a master's degree in artificial intelligence and I knew uh, that reading research papers was important but I never actually read any of them and it was um, scary <laughs> so uh, mm -hmm. yeah I started reading them and it was hard to motivate myself to read them so I figured why not try to explain them to be sure I I read them completely every week and that I understood what was in the paper right okay that makes sense Wow, the masters in AI. I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, of course, I guess it is a thing, but um, I never really well, thought not, about that. Yeah, it's not officially a thing. It's uh, oh, okay. Technically, it's a master's in uh, systems engineering, but okay, yeah. mine, like, it's a thesis and it's all around AI. And I, I do research and I decided of my subject with my professor. So it's it's really AI focused, but like if we see the technical term, I, I'm doing a, a systems engineering master's degree. Okay. And so you're a, a master's student and a YouTuber. What do you do for your day job? Uh, day job, you mean other than these two? Or... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a full-time, I'm a full-time master's student and part-time I have a part-time job as well as a, a research scientist at Design Stripe, a startup in Montreal, which uh, aims to create illustrations for anyone. So basically the end goal is to, to allow a, a user to like just type uh, a sentence such as uh, I want a picture of uh, a kid uh, uh, throwing a frisbee at a dog and we will generate mul multiple variations of this picture that you could use for advertising or anything this this is the end goal and we are working on multiple uh, small features and ai computer vision based uh, algorithms for that okay so you have your pot in all uh, your hand in all of the ai pots um when did you get started with learning about ai Oh, um, uh, <laughs> I think I started, I don't remember the exact year, but a couple of years ago at the end of my university degree, so quite late. And yeah, it was a class my current uh, master's degree supervisor gave, and I really loved it and just, I knew I wanted to do that since I didn't really like any other uh, systems engineering classes and I didn't like my, inter my internships as well. So yeah, I think it was around the end of 2017, I think. Okay, not sure. cool. And um, let me ask you a question about AI now. Um, what has been your favorite use case of AI that you've learned about thus far? Uh, thus far for from when I, I started yes, learning about ever. AI? Okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> too many. 
yeah yeah there's just too many i'm i will just say what what i had what i have in mind right now but i think unfortunately unfortunately we we cannot use it but i would say dali just because the 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 image generation algorithm made by OpenAI, and just because the results were extremely impressive compared to what we had just the day before it was released and yeah i'm well, my work is around uh, generating images and working with images. So I, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. And it's really unfortunate that they didn't share the code and more about it. But I think it's it's really amazing. And also the, recently there's, there's also the DALI Ru or like a Russian version of DALI, which seems to be just as good. So it's quite exciting. And I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm eager to to try to implement them myself and maybe improve them. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So I haven't really heard about this yet. What exactly does it do, or why is it impressive? Uh, basically, it it uses um, another model called Clip to um, to try to understand and link text to images. So basically, it will um, encode. It will like take a sentence and take an image and measure how similar both are so like if yeah i think it's it's clear so mm-hmm. yeah we use this it uses this model to then generate an image from text so this is what it does and it it works with pretty much any text like you can type uh, and the, the most popular was uh, an avocado chair and it, it just generates like multiple variations of chair in avocado or green shapes. And it really worked. It, it worked really well. Oh my gosh, fun. I like that. Okay, cool. That reminds me of that um, Silicon Valley episode. Have you watched that TV show? Okay, it's like they develop an AI that connects to your fridge. I forget exactly what happens, but it it will will tell you like when you ran out of food and it would they would also like um, scan items uh, with their camera so that it would say what it was. But the guy who developed it just made everything hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) So no matter what you're pointing at, it was just hot dog. Um, okay, cool. So let's go tell me more about like starting this YouTube channel. When did you start to get some traction with it um, in terms of like growing your following and success? Um, yeah, that's a hard question. I'm not really into the numbers and, and statistics. Like I like statistics since I'm into data science, but I don't really like um tracking my own statistics just mm-hmm. because it's like in the short term it's quite discouraging you you often yes. see plateaus and and even downs so i i think the it it really started when i stopped using the the text to speech application i was using and you and bought a microphone and use my own voice instead mm-hmm. uh, it, it started working a lot better from from there and then i i don't know the the dates but a bit after that i also started sharing articles on medium which is really a great platform for for sharing articles and it 
also helped me reach a lot more people into the data, the data science world with uh, towards AI with, with whom I'm affiliated now and they are really they are awesome so yeah this is this is when it, it started getting a bit more views and also another big big uh, jump was around the end of 2020 when I shared like a yearly review on uh, GitHub and on my own article and a lot of people shared it and loved it. So this dragged a lot of people to my channel as well. Mm -hmm. And then you also started a Discord channel too, right? With uh, to connect with your community. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, this is not really, it's not to connect with my community. In fact, it's really mm -hmm. to, to learn AI together, which is the name of the Discord channel. And it's just a community. Anyone can go to ask questions, um, find teammates, uh, find jobs, and just talk to other people in the field of artificial intelligence. But it's not related to, to my content or my videos at all. It's just I really wanted to create a community around AI because uh, before I made this one, there was only like uh, Facebook groups and Reddit subreddits. And this is mm -hmm. not right. Well, to me, this is not really communities. Like you cannot just chat with anyone and jump in a call and just, just interact live. So yeah. And I started this in, in May, 2020. And I don't know why some, well, I first started sharing the, the discord through my own platforms and I was lucky to get, um, a lot of people that were interested in helping others that are now admins of the, the, the server. And from there, people joined and uh, Discord made us uh, an official partner of Discord. So wow. like the official AI server. And this, this helped a lot to drag other people in because we were now um, featured on the, the, the search the search page of Discord. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I guess uh, now it has 20,000 members and it was pretty much because of the, the first few people that joined and were willing to help others. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And it must be nice to you be able to use a platform to connect with people in the industry too, especially because like, in the past two years, three years, we've been having the COVID season. And so you can't really meet people in person. Um, so it must be nice to have that platform to connect with people. And I guess you have people in there from all over the world too. Mm. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's, it's amazing, especially for me that I I'm doing both my master's degree and work from my home. So mm -hmm. I'm just always alone. And yeah, it's great to connect and exchange. And I've met so many people. It's, it's amazing. And I actually, uh, we actually hired three people from because of the Discord server. So it's, and they are awesome. So wow, yeah, cool. that's fun. Okay, I have some questions for you about your YouTube channel specifically some selfish questions for me because i would like to know what you think your secret to youtube success is 
uh, I don't think I have anything special, especially because <laughs> I'm not that that fluent in English. So it's like I, I do mistakes, and to me, that's normal. Everyone does mistakes, mm -hmm. and um, I will say the secret is consistency. Just because, well, I actually said that in uh, in the nunification uh, slugging mm -hmm. we had, and um, I don't remember his name. I think it's Sam. But um, the person asked, um, uh, well, he asked how how I succeeded, but mainly he said that he also tried and failed, and. Mm. To that, my question will be, what is failing to you? Because I will assume you, you cannot really fail. You, if you just keep going, I, I'm convinced you will you will succeed. So you basically gave up, but but you didn't fail at succeeding on YouTube. You just didn't give it enough time to to work mm. out for you. So, what do you think is enough time? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that depends, but. Yeah, it really depends on the person. But if you love what you are doing, enough time is a lifetime. So you can you can just keep on on doing what you love. the The, the main goal is just to do what you love, and you don't you don't need to to even check the views or or whatever. If you if you love sharing and trying your best to explain something or just to to show something, it's it's worth investing your time in doing it just just for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about YouTube strategy too, and the different elements of a YouTube video, because as somebody who needs to upload content content, you there's also things that you have to optimize, right? Like you can't just bang your head against the wall and continue to pump out content that's not going to work. So what is it about your YouTube videos? Like, do you think it's the titling or the description that you put in or the editing or? Um, actually, I think I'm quite bad at all of these. <laughs> <laughs> so especially for the title and thumbnails, like I, do, I just share the most simple one that that like explains what happens in the video or what is the video about, but I'm extremely bad at making it uh, click worthy or, or, or like just high, high quality style. I'm just, mm. I don't know. I, I'm not a designer and I, I think I should invest into that, <laughs> but yeah, right now I'm just focused on trying to improve my, my, my explanation skills. And to me, editing, and and views are not a priority so mm. it's not i'm not really focusing on that of course i'm trying to also improve editing just to make it more uh, fluid and and nice to watch but i'm also sticking to the basics and and sticking with what works and feels good that is very refreshing to hear also because as a marketing person i am all about the marketing analytics uh, <laughs> so just you're saying just do what you want and everyone else will follow <laughs> well not everyone else will follow but the the people that are really into it will follow and and that's what matters so yeah, yeah. okay cool so how else do you connect with your community and followers um, well, it's obviously through the Discord channel the most, 
-hmm. And also, um, I share a lot on on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. So um, I think that the best place is LinkedIn because I'm actually chatting with a lot of people and I also met a lot of them from LinkedIn. And it's really a great platform just to to discuss and and share. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I, I, I would say. Do you share your articles and your videos as well then on LinkedIn? Uh, just my videos when they are out, but nothing else. I, I share, in fact, I share what, what I want to share. So uh, it's pre it, it can be pretty much anything. Um, for example, today on Mondays, I have a weekly poll about AI that, are sh that I share mm. on, on Discord, but I also share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. And it's fun to see the, the differences in, in community for the votes, like some sometimes it's really different on, yeah. on LinkedIn versus Discord. So yeah, I share, I also share memes and <laughs> other stuff uh, about AI. So yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That's fun. And um, oh, I had a question and I completely forgot. All right. <laughs> I'm going to change directions then. Um, so what do you have planned for the future of what's AI then? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I The only thing I can say about this is I, I will keep doing what I want to do. So <laughs> I cannot be more precise than that. I, I don't know. I think I will, I will keep on, on explaining new papers and new research because I love it and I still want to, to stay up to date with research. But I, I'm also working on many other uh, projects and a lot of more ambitious projects, which are mm -hmm. taking a lot of time. And mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I really I really don't know where where this channel will go and my blog as well. So. Mm -hmm. And what about when you finish your master's degree? Do you have any thoughts on what you might do after that? Oh. <laughs> uh, I think I will just come back to the same answer. <laughs> do just do whatever want you want. Do. All yeah. right. <laughs> but I can be a bit more precise. Um, I'm currently, I'm not sure if I want to do a PhD, but I'm currently applying for PhDs just in case. I hmm. Because I, I think I want to do a PhD, but I'm not sure yet from what I've heard and talked with others. But still, I, I'm applying just because... Uh, well, YOLO, you, I don't want to, to miss out. And mm -hmm. I will just deny if I, I get accepted and I don't want to do it anymore. But yeah, I'm hesitating between uh, going full-time at, at Design Stripe and a bit more time on YouTube or uh, going into a PhD, which, yeah, it's, it, it's quite different. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I really don't know. <laughs> cool. You really value higher education then? um not that much it's just i love the current environment i'm in like i love ha working with a professor and a team and trying mm -hmm. to do pure research and i i think i prefer pure research as a research in the industry but i'm not sure so this, this is why i'm hesitating but if i can manage to find a great team for the PhD and a great professor. I think I could 
really love it, love the the time I'm there, but also it's it's like four to six years. So it's yeah. a it's a long time without a lot of revenues. So mm -hmm. it's a bit it's a hard decision, but yeah, it's it's not that I think um a PhD is necessary in AI. Uh, I think not at all, but I'm like I've always wanted to be a researcher or to do something that is that that is hard to achieve and i think a phd might be on the right path to to this yeah that's super cool okay now i remember my other questions so i'm gonna circle back to that take me through your daily life like what how do you structure your day and what do you usually do and work on oh good uh, <laughs> It's, uh, I don't have a structure. I just have oh. a, a never ending to-do list. <laughs> and yeah, I'm basically I have, I still have a, an, a paper agenda where I, I just write down what I need to do uh, today and what I will like to do as well. And I try to do the most I can. And yeah, except going to the gym every day and running i would say that uh, all my days are different and the rest is just i fill it with with working and doing youtube stuff and and research okay well wait do you like get up at the same time every day do you go to the gym at the same time or is it just like whatever you feel like I know it's just when I for the gym, it's when I feel best, I will go training or when or, or if I have a lot of meetings, I will just go whenever I can. But I don't have a fixed time. And for my waking hours, it's uh, I'm just having fun with it. Um, I'm actually uh, I have a random number generator between 530 and 6 a.m. And I'm just playing with it with random like I'm, I'm waking up at 5 37 or 5 31 but I'm also always waking up earlier than the actual alarm so uh -huh. I'd say I wake up pretty much around the same time like 5 30 every day <laughs> except when I do something late at night for the, the last night where I really aim for at least eight hours of sleep because I think sleep is extremely important even if you if you need to work a lot and be productive, I'm. Uh, you need to sleep at least at least seven hours a day, and mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, I absolutely agree as well. Do you think that you thrive in the chaos? <laughs> uh, I, I actually don't know because I'm. For, for me, I'm quite structured, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe my, my chaos is structured. Like I, I know structured chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it sounds wild to me. Like the, even just the alarm thing, uh, well, you never know when it's going to go off. I love that. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that that's sounds just crazy. Fun, but <laughs> yeah. But, um, I also have like, I'm, I'm tracking my time, for example, I have I, I'm using Clockify, which is a, a an add-on to to track your time on what you are working. So I know, for example, I'm doing 40 hours of of master's research a week and etc. So I know where I'm at, but I don't know where 
what what I will do on the day to day and like I'm more I, I'm tracking on a weekly basis like I'm releasing one video I'm I'm working 20 hours for design stripe 40 hours for you for for master's degree like at least this and more if I if I want to and yeah other than that the days are pretty random and also I have a, a rule that I don't uh, I don't do anything I don't want to do after 6 p.m. So after 6 p.m. I just do what I want, which can be a, watch a, a Netflix TV show or, or work if I really want to work and it, it often happens. And yeah, I, it, it, it's been doing great and I love it for now. <laughs> yeah, I love that rule. That is such a good rule, especially to incorporate some good work-life balance into your life because yeah, that's that's a great role. I love that. Okay, cool. Um, what do you do? You, do you have fun other than like working? Because that sounds like a lot of um, work and school time. <laughs> well, I have fun working, so <laughs> so it's it's already fun. But yeah, I well, I just love going to the gym. I'm I'm just completely addicted, so I have fun there. And I, yeah. I'm also going to the gym with some friends or, or listening to audiobooks. So mm -hmm. it's always a good time. And mm. same thing for running. I'm also running alone with an audiobook or with my friends. So it's really enjoyable. And I'm also doing well. I'm seeing some friends from time to time, which is a bit harder uh, with, with COVID. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um yeah, and I'm also doing a lot of sports with my friends. So, well, not a lot, but uh, we are recently we've been playing. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but we've been playing spike ball every week. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, it, it's really, it's like the best sport that that was created. <laughs> I have never played, but I maybe, yes, the start of like, 2018 or something just popping up on the beach yeah, everywhere yeah. everybody's into spike ball now okay i gotta get into this damn all right <laughs> so as somebody who's very into ai do you use ai in your daily life mm, well i just I, i'm using my phone so yes i'm using ai because it's it's just in all applications pretty much <laughs> oh but, yeah, okay, I guess so. Just something I never really thought about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not I couldn't really say other than that. I'm I'm quite simple and yeah, I'm just like doing uh, when I'm not working or doing AI related stuff, I'm just doing sports or relaxing, so not really. I'm I'm using the Netflix algorithm a lot and it doesn't work that well, but that's pretty much the 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 AI I use the most. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you think about the future of AI? Because I think a lot of people, like me too, when I think about AI, there's just so much of it, and we we forget how much of it is used in our daily lives. And sometimes mm. it feels a little bit like um, a scary robot in the cloud that's coming after you, right? So what do you think the future of AI and adoption of AI is going to be like? Um, for the adoption of AI, I'm a bit 
scared because governments are a are a lot behind. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a bit scary, but I'm actually like there's there's typically two sides, like optimistics and and people that think of a singularity and the the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm really more agnostic, just like for religion. And I, I just, I think I will openly say that I don't know what will happen and we can just hope for the best. But yeah, I, I really cannot say <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. more than that. But I guess like we are, we are already using AI in our daily lives and we don't even yeah. think or know about it. All yeah, of those exactly. kind of social and... media algorithms or I mean, I guess like email sometimes or mm. like everything um, a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I would say <laughs> in the end, I would say the, the AI I use the most is definitely Grammarly, which just corrects uh, yes. your, your sentences. And yeah, this is amazing. And yeah, uh, in fact, I'm actually working for uh, for Design Stripe on a series of articles where we will explain uh, where AI is used in our daily lives and in all industries, just because I believe, yeah, this is, uh, nobody knows. Well, a lot of people don't know that they use AI every day on, on a lot of different applications. And even some they, they thought will be like extremely simple or not related to AI where, where they are. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the term like artificial intelligence feels very like futuristic robot that like is like so inaccessible that it's just not being used. But of course, we're all using it. I use Grammarly every day. That's right. I forgot about this. So many different and AI applications. <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes uh, what when we say AI, it just means like a basic algorithm that that isn't really intelligent, just statistics. And so th- this is why it's used everywhere, just because the, the term itself is so broad and we don't even mm-hmm. know what it means. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Demystifying AI, let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. So if we want to find you and what you're working on online, where can we look? Uh, yeah, you can look pretty much everywhere for what's AI um on on youtube mostly and also i have a blog a personal blog called uh, my name louisbouchard.ai so yeah that's pretty much the the two main places and you can check out louis on hacker noon he has over 50 articles there uh which is definitely you have been one of our top and most loved contributors and again i will read you the list of all of the hacker noon contributor of the year awards he's nominated for that is under the computer vision category data science deep learning facebook game development google iphone and machine learning if you want to vote for Louie for these awards, I will put the links in the show notes. You can also visit noonies.tech. And if you make an account, then your vote counts for more. So go for the URL, noonies.tech, make your account and vote for Louie on all eight of his awards that he is nominated for. And yeah, that's it. Stay weird and I'll see you on the internet. Bye, hackers.
Bye. Thank you for having me. Yay. Afternoon podcast.